found it this is the tidbits podcast with dale lau and matthew paul we're so glad you're here enjoy the show well it's a thursday edition of tidbits the 13th day of july although it seems like it's the ninth day of the week <laughs> it really does <laughs> it's just, it really does fair week is always like that it's been a strange week gosh i was thinking this morning you know we talked earlier this week at great length of our <laughs> of our past fair broadcast yes. schedules and we used to be there until you know 10 o'clock at night yeah. and i was thinking this morning um you know i i totally forgot back in the day you used to do your morning show yeah at the fair yes yes i did you know yeah and it was just a morning full of yeah. interviewing 4-h kids and fair board members and <laughs> it's no wonder why i'm like i am <laughs> Right. It's just amazing that I'm still here. But that, that's part of the reason why we had the uh, the RV out there was yeah, because yeah, you took your, yeah. your show on the road. Yeah. I mean, you had to get here extra early. Well, the old days. To get all your stuff and get out there. And Thanks for reminding me of that. Man, I, I yeah, I totally, I forgot about that until. Gee whiz. I was thinking about that this morning. But you're back out there again tonight and then tomorrow. Yes. And uh, tomorrow you'll do. Two hours, the first two hours of mm-hmm. a four-hour broadcast. Right. And Alan will take it. Yes. That'll be here on Hoosier Country Friday. Right. No, I I, I probably, well, I'm telling you right now, okay. I mean, I'm going to say the wrong radio station. Okay. I, well, at least well, once. Well, you did. You know, last time you were with me, right. you did. I know. And I will probably do it again, just so you know. Because it's easy to do. It is. I don't know how I've kept the call letters straight through my whole career. <laughs> I've been on all of them. <laughs> I you know, you it's have. like. It's just, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting to be the yeah, same way. You know, so. <laughs> There's so many call letters. We wear so many different hats now. <laughs> yeah. So, so we'll look forward to you again tonight. To that, will, uh, will you play me some some Ronnie Millsap? Okay, sure okay. thing. All right, he's too outdated. Okay, it's like <laughs> that's on the Saturday show. Oh, so no, no. You always pull out the old stuff. It's like. And you actually went to an Alan Jackson concert. I did years ago. I did one of the worst shows I've ever been to <laughs> my entire life. You're used to the rock and roll acts that yes. move around. Yeah, yeah. And Alan just oh, he's like a tree, <laughs> and he acted like he wanted to be anywhere else but performing for us in Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> well, he's a good fella. Oh, I'm, I'm sure he okay. is. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I didn't buy a ticket. But um, nobody hit. No one hit. Nobody wow. hit. Powerball. That was a $750 million jackpot. The winning numbers, and again, it looks like someone should have these. <laughs> they, look, they look good. <laughs> they always look good. 23, 35, 45, 66, and 67. The Powerball number 20. So now Saturday's jackpot will be estimated at $875 million. Cash value four hundred forty one point nine million. Now, what was what after, after taxes? You get thirty eight dollars. <laughs> it was ridiculous yesterday. It was like three hundred and some mil, right? And after it was like eighty eight million, which I mean, still is a crap well, ton of money. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's bitter disappointment. You know, when you look at uh, you know, would you still say your net value would be four? I'm a 
You know, it's at that net value. Right. Anyway, the lucky winner would get that if there is no one. Of course, they'll have the option to collect their winnings in annual installments. Would you do that? If you opt for the annuity, I would. <sighs> you'd receive an initial payment, mm-hmm. and it'd be a nice one. Oh, yeah. Followed by 29 annual payments that increase by 5% a year. Right. Would you rather pay your taxes that way or all of them? I would have to talk to a tax professional. Oh, yeah. And your age is still right. appropriate, I right. would presume. For me, it's a little iffy. Okay? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but you could win it and yeah. then, you know, will it to your old buddy. Yeah. You know. Because that's, you know, something you'd have to plan for. Absolutely. You know? But, uh, you know, I don't know. I've already been on this earth 212 years. I <laughs> can't imagine. <laughs> That's right. Another 30. But um, maybe. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> but that's still a, a big jackpot. Not a record, though. No. Well, that a, one was a billion. One, yeah, it, was I mean, it was a billion dollars. It was like a billion. Yeah. I mean, you'd be considered a billionaire. I think at that point, I think I would take the annuity. Just because... As a billionaire? Yeah. Okay. That way you could say I'm a billionaire. But then you'd get antsy. You'd want to buy something. Then you'd have to go see what's his name. <laughs> it's your money, and you need it now. Okay? And then yes. give him half that right. to get your money. Is that what it is, half? I don't. It's, I'm sure it's a big chunk. Jeez. You're better off not to you know mess with it. Just, right. It's your money. It's your money. Just imagine every single year, though, like every single year. You go to the mailbox. And you won the lottery. Every, for like 30 years, you've just won every single year. You've won the lottery. What, what happens, though, if they go out of business? See, let's pretend something drastic happens yeah. and your money disappears. I mean, that's something else to think about. Yeah, there's that. Of course, you could lose it all in the bank. It's got to be guaranteed, though. I mean, it has to be guaranteed. Well, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? (laughs) Okay. I'm sure a lot of guys that used to work at places that now don't have pensions were told it's there. (laughs) Okay. And now they have nothing, Matt. Nothing. What happens if the lottery... All right, so here's Matt's going to research. It goes... goes under. Belly up. (laughs) Bankrupt. (laughs) All right, here we go. They give you a logical, like, you're just out of luck. I'm sure you are. You have nothing to fall back on, man. Um, they don't have to pay. It doesn't really say. like <laughs> They don't have to give you anything. It's it's all about, you know, if you go bankrupt after you won the lottery. It's all about that, you know. <laughs> you know I should, yeah, that's, that's all I'm okay. getting is. So it's not about the lottery going bankrupt. Yeah. It's yeah. you. Because you don't know how to save your money. <laughs> You're buying property after property. <laughs> sports car after sports car. Yeah, it's like no one's ever asked this question before. What happens if the lottery... Surely the lottery could go out of business, right? I mean, Say defaults. Okay, about that. yeah, there defaults. you go. Defaults. That's a good one. Yeah, defaults. That's the way to put it. A default in Powerball's payment. annual payments go to the winner's estate if they die. Okay. What if well. no one claims Mega Millions? What to do if you win the lottery? What happens if nobody claims? I mean, it's like, <laughs> our lottery annuity is safe. Okay, here, here we, we go. go. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, see, is, you better read this. This is uh, from 2022 from okay. PocketSense.com. Just a year ago. 
Conventional wisdom has it that when lottery winners elect to receive their winnings in the form of annuity, the lottery uses the prize money, the amount of blah, 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 blah. This annuity <laughs> provides payments for the next 20, 30 years. No. The winner of the total amount, there's no, rec- there's no record of any lottery prize annuity ever defaulting. However, okay. oh. given the amount of money involved, it's certainly legitimate to wonder about the safety of these annuities. Yeah. An annuity is a series of annual payments over, okay, we understand that. However, while only insurance companies can sell annuities to the general public, the amounts of many lottery annuities... So the lottery's making money on your money. Yeah, pretty much. You know. Yeah. So it's kind of like the IRS when they give you your refund. They're just making money on your money until you give it, get it back. Right. Right. So... Not that we have to do any planning for that, Matthew, because we're not going, you know, I mean, I'll give you an annuity, a dollar a year, man. A dollar a year? Wow. For the next 29 years. Ooh. <laughs> and my estate will handle that if I'm not around. Thanks. Okay. Thanks a lot, buddy. Don't forget Matt's dollar this year. All right. It's, <laughs> it's six thirty. And the government's going to be there taking 24% of it. <laughs> You'll get 76 cents. <laughs> <laughs> it's 6.36. We've got uh, some messages, and we'll be back with tidbits. This is Tidbits. It's 6.40. You've got a Thursday edition of Tidbits. as uh, Chipotle has introduced what they call the Autocado. <laughs> it's a robot that'll slice avocados before human hands, then mash the fruit and add other ingredients. Really? The uh, new device can hold up to 25 pounds of avocados that would be loaded by a worker at the eatery. All right, so they're going to have this. Okay. The prototype is currently being tested at the Chipotle Cultivate Center. In Irvine, California, so they've they've got their own facility. I work for Chipotle. I'm at the, <laughs> the I work in uh, robotics at Chipotle. Yeah. <laughs> they expect to test the device in restaurants later this year. How about that? They partnered with robotics company Vibu, which worked with certified training managers from Chipotle to learn how avocados are prepped before being served to patrons. Right now, it takes about 50 minutes to whip up a batch of guacamole mm. with the goal to cut that time in half with the autocado. How about that? So there you go. I just ate there uh, Monday. Did you? I had to go to Kokomo and okay. do a few things, and me and took the boy with me. <laughs> and he's like, uh, let's get a burrito. All right. So you went there. Yeah. Did you have some guac? No. All right. No. See, I'm not a real fan of it. You know, yeah. I, I, I guess I'd eat it. You know, if I'm forced to. I like it when it's when it's in something else. Okay, is how I, I like it. All right. So not necessarily with your like not burrito. to dip and eat, but yeah. if, if okay. I if it's like mixed in with something else. Okay. You know, All right. Not okay. bad. This from Frontier Airlines, a flight headed to Vegas from Philadelphia diverted. They went to Denver after two women on board got into a fight. The women were arguing loudly. They were told three times, three times by a flight attendant to stop. (laughs) One of the women had their seat moved, but the two continued to yell at each other after being separated. 
The flight ended up being diverted to Denver after one of the women hit a male passenger in the head. Hit him right in the noggin. What are they fighting over? Well, I don't know, but they were throwing F-bombs. I hope you don't go through this on your flight. Both women were escorted off the plane. It's not known if either are facing charges, but again, there's another spectacle. There's part of me that kind of wants to, just to have a story, you know what I mean? we got to have a story. I mean, I, I yeah. want to have a story. But, but maybe um, if you hope too much, you know, it's like... Of well, all the flights I've ever taken, they've all been very uneventful. Okay. And generally, that's what you like. That's what you want, yeah, yeah. you know. But uh, sometimes, you know, something may happen. Hopefully it doesn't involve you. Like you get hit in the noggin. <laughs> all right, you know. Yes. And and the poor guy, what'd he do? You know, he just gets hit in the noggin. Right. Then I'll be in the news. An unidentified fat man was hit in the head. <laughs> It'll be you. Uh, I'll, I'll watch video of you. <laughs> Getting donked. Oh. This, uh, again, a terrible story from Florida, South Florida, where hunters have caught the largest Burmese python ever, ever measured. Ever. Ever. 19 feet. Oh, my gosh. Caught in the Big Cypress National Preserve in eastern Collier County. And they got it wrapped around them and stuff. They're holding it. Two guys. It's probably dead at this point. Well, is it? <laughs> You'd hope. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Burmese pythons be. first appeared decades ago. They've since established themselves as a permanent feature <laughs> south of Lake Okeechobee. You got to love lakes named like that. Oh, yeah. Okeechobee. Yeah. You hear tales, <laughs> you know. They've uh, wreaked havoc on local hear, wildlife. What kind of tales do you hear well, about just, Lake Okeechobee? <laughs> you just never come back when you're, okay? <laughs> Scientists saying that most of the fur-bearing animals in the historic Everglades are gone because of these guys. Gosh. They're gone. If you're, you know. So uh, things like, like deer. They're gone. Raccoons. Gone. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Deer, raccoons, beavers. Possums, <laughs> groundhogs, squirrels. Any fur-bearing creature. Yes. They're gone. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a, now, if you eat a deer, I could see them maybe, but, you know, they're not that fat. I mean, you look at the thickness of that one, and it's not, but, uh, you know, it's amazing how big something can be in there oh, yeah. when they eat it. Yeah. South Florida has now produced the two longest Burmese pythons on record. Gosh. The previous was 18 feet, 10 inches. That snake was caught about 35 miles west of Miami in I feel October. like when I was, when I was gone for the, like the, the two days I was gone, yeah. that I saw a story that's, that I think they, they got a snake in Florida. Okay. And it, it had like some ridiculous amount of eggs in it. Oh, no. When they got it. Yeah. But it was, you know, like 18 foot or something like that. It had... And see, they're all laying eggs like that. Yeah. So no wonder why the Everglades are over, overridden by them. And again, if there's one 19 feet, there's probably one bigger. So what do you do? <laughs> it's just what if what do you do if you have a job, and they're like, hey, we're um we're gonna relocate you. Oh, well, where am I going? <laughs> You're gonna go to this little town. It's just uh, it's right by Lake Okeechobee in Florida. <laughs> yeah. No thanks, man. I'm... <laughs> I just do you, don't. Do you want to move down there? Do you want to be a part of the freak show that is all of this? 
all the fur-bearing creatures are gone. They're gone. <laughs> and this snake is incredibly big. I mean, it truly is. Yeah. And um, again, this is a record. October of 2020 was a record. <laughs> okay. You know there's something out there bigger than 19 feet. Right. It's like, you know, the, the gators and so forth. You know, there's always something. Oh, there, there's tails. There's yeah. tails to gator. He's a, he's a man eater. <laughs> and do you want to, you know, and I'd be the guy to discover it. But I, I couldn't come back to report because it'd devour me. So anyway, that's just, I don't want to be down there. So Lake Okeechobee. All right. Okay, here we go. I'm just double, I'm just seeing something here real quick, okay? Okay, yeah. So like when you look <laughs> at the state of Florida. Yeah. And there's the, the giant inland lake. Yeah. That's Okeechobee. There you go. All right. So now you know. I thought it was, but I couldn't couldn't quite remember. So um, so what town is that? That's oh, it's Okeechobee. That's <laughs> there's a town Okeechobee. So, so yeah. So when you get relocated, <laughs> when your boss comes in and says, "Hey, we're going to send you down to uh, Okeechobee, Florida," <laughs> you and your family and dogs, <laughs> you won't see them again. <laughs> your poor dogs. <laughs> Between huge snakes and, you know, gators live there, too. You oh, know yeah. they are. Oh, yeah. It's just there's got to be some monsters in there. Just monsters. Here's um, a... <clears throat> I love these bear stories. Oh. Because someday we're going to get them again here in Indiana. Here's a bear in Pennsylvania. They, they seem to live everywhere but here. <laughs> what do we do to scare off the bears? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, think about it. I mean... Why don't we have bears? Michigan has bears. Is is Michigan? You know, and I, I I guess I don't. I'm not familiar enough with Michigan. <laughs> Are they more hilly than us? Well, I don't know. It seems like bears like hills. Is it? I mean, they're in, they're in the Tennessee. You know, Pennsylvania's hilly. It seems like bears like hills. Okay. Now you know they live out in California. Again. Okay. They seem to be everywhere, but here. But here. Okay. Do you want them? Well, not really. <laughs> Do you want to have like a, an illegal bear sanctuary? Along with our feral cats. Our feral our cats. Our feral cat zoo. Here's a, this bear stands accused of stealing a backpack, a backpack full oh of food and beer oh. from a mobile home park. And I just envisioned there's two of them. Yes. Yogi and oh, Boo Boo. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. Police were called after the owner said his backpack full of jerky. Mm. Heineken beer, bird seed, and his phone were stolen. <laughs> a farmer found the bag later that day with just the phone left. So at least the bear didn't eat that. Mm. Police said a bear had been lurking in the neighborhood <laughs> and likely took the bag to enjoy the food for himself. What a, what a combination, jerky and Heineken. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's a fun afternoon right there. <laughs> Is that uh, the power protein you need there? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, geez. I just, um, here's a, and then we got this. You know, postal workers get a bad rap. Yeah. Okay. This mail delivery in Texas in a neighborhood has been put on hold because of a dive bombing hawk. What? It's been attacking postal workers. <laughs> and anyone else who goes outside. <laughs> It's like a Hitchcock movie. It is. Dang. <laughs> One person who runs in the neighborhood said he has avoided the hawk by staying under his awning or running to his car. <laughs> Residents have also been told 
they'll need to go to the post office to get their mail for the foreseeable future. We had the story a week ago about people had to go get their mail because of a bad dog. Oh, yeah, yeah, very, that may not exist. Remember, the dog may not be real. It was, yeah. <laughs> it was made out of a hot sapple. Yeah. Uh, uh, boss, it's a terrible dog. I, I guess it's better to go get your stuff rather than have your mail carrier just dump it in right. a field. Well, there is that. We've, yeah, there, we've had that story. Oh, wildlife officials said the hawk is likely protecting its young who recently hatched. They said the hawk will continue to protect its young for the next six or seven weeks which is when the babies will be large enough to fly. And by that time, they've been trained to do the same thing. So now you have five to six hawks just dive-bombing everybody. What a great town. Where is this? Texas. Okay. What a terrible, you know, we've had turkeys that go nuts. Yeah. Yeah. They won't let you get to your car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just, um, and it's always the poor postal worker. Okay. It's, you know. (laughs) They they do they do go through a lot they really do, <laughs> they do. you know and uh, you know I wouldn't want to be delivering mail and, you know a hawk's got to hurt you, you would know, think so you see guys with them and they got to wear that big arm pad because yeah. of their claws now is it that kind of giant well know? I'm envisioning it's a big <laughs> one. okay it's <laughs> about the size of a large aircraft that's right it just swoops down. <laughs> And you hear it when it's coming. You know, they squeak. They, and here it comes. And you hear the wings. Yes. <laughs> it's slow, nothing you can do. It's slow motion. Yes. Run, Matt. <laughs> and uh, finally, uh, this from the Toronto Zoo. They're cracking down on one gorilla's screen time. Okay, because right. visitors have uh, felt the urge to show Nasser the gorilla videos on their cell phones. And he likes them. Yeah. Okay. He's into those videos. However, it's causing him to be distracted and not interacting with other gorillas. So it's so basically he's, he's like turning a into human. a human. <laughs> <laughs> See, they're just like us. Yeah. And, you know, being a gorilla, he was just so enthralled with gadgets and phones and the videos. So now as the end result, he's being punished. The zoo has posted a notice asking patrons to keep their gadgets to themselves. So evidently everyone was just, and he's amazed by them. So um, we went to the Indianapolis Zoo. Okay. And we went to the, they have this beautiful orangutan area. And one of the orangutans was sitting right (laughs) next to the window and all these people were were taking pictures of it. So I decided to take a picture with it. <laughs> so you, you and your selfies—they're just fabulous. So I was the only only one that was like taking a picture, like a selfie with the orangutan, and I think he enjoyed. I think he enjoyed posing for this picture. He, he does. Him. He looks very. In, that was a good one. Yeah. That's a very good picture. So maybe do you ever post those things so people can see them? I probably should. I should probably yeah. post this up. Matt and his selfies. Yes. <laughs> Which one's the orangutan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, good it's, one. It's six fifty-three. So there we go. That'll do it for tidbits. Hard to believe, but we still have tomorrow. I know. It seems like it should already be tomorrow. Yesterday. <laughs> okay. You're right. That's <laughs> you know. So I'll see you then. All right, buddy. Take care. 
This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.